Outside the Shoot would like to thank one of their sponsors, the Lynx at Penn Hills. If you're a golfer, you're going to want to check out the Lynx at Penn Hills in Shubenacadie, Nova Scotia. With nine holes wide open situated along the beautiful Shubenacadie River, and the other nine tucked into woodland, this Les Ferber design is a challenge for the best of golfers. Located just 15 minutes from the Halifax Stanfield International Airport, the Lynx at Penn Hills has become one of the best courses in Nova Scotia. For more information or to book a tee time, go to lynxatpennhills.com. Hey everyone, happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Welcome to episode six of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Before we introduce our guest, it's time for the OTC Player of the Week. Once again, we're going back to Texas as University of Houston commit and Impact Gold National 2021 member Emma Robertson takes home the weekly honor. In four games, Emma went six for 11 with five home runs and eight RBIs. I think the Cougars may have found their power hitter of the future. Congrats, Emma. We're taking the podcast over to The Rock today as Chris and I talk to St. John's Newfoundland native Jason Hill. Hilly's been a very prominent player for the men's Canadian national team since 2008, winning a Pan Am Gold in 2012 and then a WBSC title in 2015 on home soil in Saskatoon. Jason has won five ISC titles, which includes one with the firm in 2007 and then another four with powerhouse Hill United Chiefs and an amazing seven of the last eight Canadian senior men's championships. His list of personal accomplishments are plenty as he's been named to the three ISC all-world teams two Canadian senior men's MVPs and top batter awards, playoff MVP, and five all-Canadian selections. We're going to talk to Hilly about getting his start in the game as a young kid watching his dad John play over in Newfoundland, as well as dive right into his time with the men's national team, playing with the firm in Hill United, and the Newfoundland dynasty that is still ongoing to this day. As usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. Don't act surprised. I got soul like Jackson 5. Class, get it in with the classic vibe. I'm a full course meal, ain't no appetizer. Word, everybody gotta forget the everyday stress for a minute. We about to celebrate like we in the ninth inning. Two outs about the win the pennant. I'm waiting on my payday, like I'm living in my heyday. And we're live. Hilly, welcome to the show. Thanks, Raymer. Thanks for having me, buddy. Not a problem. How's things over on the rock? Ah, things are going good, all considered. Um, slowly getting back to normal. Uh, businesses are open. Weather's been all right. Um, we're back playing ball, so that's good. Yeah, lucky you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're uh, six or seven games each deep now, so nice. it's going all right. It's pretty good. Right on. Yeah, we're about three practices deep in Nova Scotia. Oh yeah. 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 Hilly, this oh. is Chris, by the way. Uh, I'm on with Frank hey, today. So how are you, buddy? Not too bad. Good not too bad. Good, good. So, Hilly, uh, before we get uh, going on your on your career here, I'm going to let you have let loose on uh, Brady Woods. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he, that you're hitting zero off him career. Oh, Brady, what a comedian! Eh? What a comedian! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I I won't say I'm batting close to zero, but I won't say I'm batting close to 500 either. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a pretty broad range. Uh, Brady's going to oh. kind of pipe back on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I must say, it's pretty fitting that your first two guests ever on Outside the Shoot were Schofield and Brady, right? <laughs> so you just want to have your, want to have your poster boys for the title there. Well, yeah. Well, see, I didn't I didn't even really know that Brady was bad at it. I just, I knew Schof was from 2018, and that's where I got the idea. And then 
when I said that's what it was going to be. <laughs> Brady came out of nowhere and said, if I'm not the first guest on this podcast, I'm retiring. And I was like, well, I don't want this guy to retire. I better have him as a second guest. So I, I guess he had a hard time last year in Grand Prairie, or, or was that Schofield, or was it both of them? Oh, they both did, yeah. 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 They're both marks yeah. now for life, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Hilly, listen, we're going to start with, uh, I just got a quick question for you. Um, as far as yeah. your ball career taking off, you know, where did you get your start? And is it a lot to do with the influence of your dad? Because your dad was quite a ball player himself. Yeah, pr- pretty much. That's ex- exactly how it started. Uh, you know, much much like a lot of people I've met through this game. I, I started out watching my old man as a, as a fan, as a young kid. And then when I got old enough to be a bat boy, I started uh, – I started uh, bat boying his teams. Uh, he was with a team called the Bat Blues back in the day. I don't know if you ever crossed paths with those guys. I would have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just you know uh, I was always around the ballpark, always around. Just wanted to have a toss, have a you know. I'm sure I drove those guys nuts. You know, do you have a ball? Do you have a bat I can use? Do you have an extra glove? Yada yada yada. But uh, basically, that's how I got uh, introduced to the game, I guess. And. Um, from there, you know, I, I just I just developed a love and I developed a passion for the game, and and I just you know I wanted basically to take it as far as I could. Um, I grew up in a town um, called uh, Portugal St. Phillips. Um, there's another fellow from town there, uh, Colin Abbott. I don't know if you heard of his, uh, his no, name no. before. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? But uh, yeah, so that's where I started playing minor ball, and obviously Colin was a was a household name um, back then. So he was a guy, you know, once I got started playing and started to figure out, you know, like where we can go with this game and what we can do and, and travel ball and stuff like that. He was a guy I kind of looked up to and, and I kind of, I watched as a young kid and I was like, holy shit, is he ever good? Like, you know, that's the that's kind of kind of player I'd like to be. And, and he, he had a huge influence on my career. And, um, and basically, uh, you know, like I said, that's, that's basically how it all started out for me. Nice. Right on. So how was the, how was the minor ball program over there? Um, so back then, you mean back when I started? Yeah. Back then, uh, in that town, um, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't even a minor ball program back then, but my old, my old man and a couple of his buddies basically started up a minor ball program, uh, right from Might Squirt, Peewee Bantam. And, um, so that's basically that, that, that's where I started to play. Um, I'm not, I don't know what's going on down there right now, but, uh, but here, you know, there's not a whole lot. Minor baseball here is huge. Um, there's there's so many kids involved in minor baseball. And um, a lot of these kids, unfortunately, are coming from softball families. You know, there's just there's just nowhere for the young kids to play. Um, they have one big tournament here a year called the uh, Constable William Moss Tournament. It's been going on for 100 years. Oh, wow. Um, they, get, they probably get, uh, I don't know, they might get 30 minor ball teams from from associations all around the island here but other than that and you know there's there's provincials and stuff but other than that like there's no leagues there's no you know there's not much in the way of winter ball or anything like that it's just it's it's pretty much all baseball that that's really a shame because i we see it here as well with baseball kind of i don't know there's more baseball players now in our area especially when you know in the past it was all softball in east chance especially but i think that i don't know if kids or parents realize that you know not not that players can't make major league baseball or play at another level, but you can make a full like lifetime career out of playing softball. Like you can go away to play softball. You play Canadian nationals every year where at baseball, you know, you get, you're done minor ball. You're pretty much done playing baseball. It's not like there's a bunch of intermediate leagues to play in or what have you. Right. Exactly. Shame. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. Like I, I talked to a bunch of parents around here and stuff and they say, believe it or not, that the biggest feeder for our minor programs are coming from softball families because yeah. there's just nowhere for the young kids to play and they just all migrate to baseball and then see you later. We don't see them anymore. Right on. Back when you were like midget age, was Canada games around then? Like, cause I know there was a few years where it oh, yeah. went away, but did, did you get to go to the Canada games? I did, yeah. Our, our Canada Games was in uh, London, Ontario. Oh, okay. Um, I think we played our, I think the actual tournament itself was in St. Thomas. Okay, oh, right yeah, we, all, we all played there before. Yeah, um, yeah I got to play Canada Games. Uh, <laughs> we, we went on a pretty good run. I think we ended up finishing first place in our division. And then, uh, bang, bang, we lost to, who did we lose to? We lost to Nova Scotia. Up first, uh, Jason White and those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, Whitey, yeah. Joel, Joel, Joel was on that team, Joel Eisner. That's and, right. Uh, who do I remember? Uh, Casey, Casey Higgins. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, they, had, they had a really good team, actually. And then uh, we lost to Saskatchewan. Uh, Ryan Old beat us, I believe. Okay. Yeah, you bring up Jason White's name there. I totally yeah. forgot about yeah, Whitey. Whitey. He was, was, uh, he was an ex-up-and-comer. He was good. God, he was good. Yeah, yeah. He, he was good. Yeah, he looked like he was about 45 years old when he was 19, but yeah. man, he was good. <laughs> yeah, I think he was a year older than me, too hard, had good stuff, but I, I don't know what happened to him. I know he played ISC a couple couple years. I think he was with Bloomington maybe one year, and then uh, I'm not sure who else, but I, I didn't see him much after juniors. Right on. Yeah, you kind of packed her in. So from Canada Games, you yeah. moved you moved on to junior. What? Uh, how, how are your teams over there? Uh, we had good teams. Um, actually, in um, where was I? I think I might have been living in Frankenmuth, Michigan, um, my first year junior. Um, and we played junior nationals with uh, CBC Canadians. I think it was. I think like like Blair Edgel and uh, and those guys. Right on. Yeah. Um, and then from there, oh six, I played for um, Saskatoon. I lived in Saskatoon for the summer. I played with the Black Sox, Aston Black Sox. Wow. And I didn't actually play juniors that year. Um, and then Kelly's Pub, Kelly's Pub went on to win it. I think it was in Quebec, maybe. Oh, wow. I think so, yeah. The Newfoundland team won it. I mean, that's Clary, Brad Ezegol, uh, Justin Gill, like all those guys, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, had a, they had a pretty pretty good squad. And then the following year in 07, we, I played with Kelly's Pub. That would have been my last year junior. And Nationals were in, um, Nationals were in PEI. Summerside, I believe. Nice. And we ended up losing in the finals to Scarborough Wolverines. Right. Yeah. So we, we, I mean, we had pretty, pretty good junior squads. Actually, I think in, in uh, I think in 07, the junior team, um, I think they won the provincials, I believe. Or no, maybe 06, probably. I think Clary actually won provincial senior, senior men's provincials as a junior team. Wow. Oh, wow. That's impressive. What yeah. <laughs> one of those years? I can't remember. Yeah. No, they have a good program. They had a good program here. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. weird because uh, Sean Clary's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's amazing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfair. Anyway. Yeah. So, so your guys is uh, the, the senior league you guys have over there. Like it, yeah. we talk about it quite a bit over here about how like we're trying to make our shooters league like, right. like molded after you guys. Maybe, uh, Maybe touch a, a, a little bit about the league over there and how competitive it is. Well, it's super, especially this year. Now that we're getting going, and uh, I mean, everybody's home. There's no travel ball. Nobody's really traveling for work. 
And uh, unfortunately, there, there's no junior program this year. There wasn't going to be a junior team this year. Um, so what they did, they dispersed all the junior age players to the four teams. Okay. So each team had like 16, 17 players. Oh, but wow. it's super competitive this year. It's pretty, pretty even. Um, like I said, we're about six or seven games each deep. And I think, I think first place might be like four and three or four and two and, and last place might be two and four. So it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Um, but yeah, so, so what they do, um, everybody, so they go through the junior program. Kelly's pub has been in the league for years. And as soon as those guys finish uh, junior age, then they go into a dispersal draft and basically just like any other league draft, the worst team gets the first pick and so on. And uh, that's kind of what they do. And it's, I feel like it's been working out the last few years. The team, like I said, the league is pretty competitive and, um, you know, every, every team can hit, every team can play defense. Of course, Clary, you know, the wild card, cause he's yeah. one of the better pitchers around, but, yeah. uh, no, it's, it's a great league and, and it has been as long as I've been playing it. Well, yeah, I mean, you go on the website and like the stats date back to what is it, 50 years the league's been going or yeah, more? Oh, well, I think this, I think this is the 64th year. That's of, incredible. Of that I don't know how far back the website goes, but it's pretty cool. Eh? Like they got all the career stats and, and all that stuff. Oh and, yeah. That's where I saw your dad's name boys, a lot. Actually. On top of the hand. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's cool. So, 2007, you moved on to uh, play with the farm, and yeah. uh, won the won the ISE Worlds that year. Maybe uh, talk about the feeling of winning that for the first time. <laughs> well, yeah. So that was the, so actually that junior national. Um, I remember playing uh, my first game with the farm was on Sunday. We were playing. I don't know who it was Interkip Interkip Eagles. I think it was. And so I remember being in Summerside that Saturday playing the first playoff game with Kelly's Pub, and we won. And I actually had to leave juniors early and go to the ISC. Okay. So um, I actually didn't get to play the championship game with juniors, but, uh, you know, if I had my time back, I probably would have. We played Interkip, and, and we ended up beating them like 15 nothing or something like that. Oh, really? But, uh, you know, I, I was a young kid, and I was playing for the farm. I was like, what do I do? This guy, you know, asked me, I'm going to go play with, you know, ICs with the farm. So I, I didn't know. But right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we, we get through that tournament and, and we just, uh, so actually before we get to that tournament, we were playing the ASAs and I don't know if you guys ever played ASAs before, but it's, it's a double knockout tournament in like four days, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And basically if you lose your first game, you're shagged because right. you got to, it's a long way back. And what did we do? We drew, uh, who did we draw? Uh, Broken Bow, Andrew Kirkpatrick, first oh. game. Farm Tavern. Farm Tavern against Broken Bow, first game at ASAs. And I think he beat us like two to one or two nothing or something like that. Oh, wow. So anyway, we claw our way back. We go right to the finals. But between then, we had about 200 swings each, and everybody was locked in. And I mean, the ball, you know, yourself, the more you swing, the ball was just coming in as big as a beach ball. Right. So by the time we got to, by the time we got to ISCs, we were just rolling, right? We were smashing all the pitchers we faced. Anyway, we we went right through that tournament, and uh, I think we mercy the final against SoCal. Wow. Jeez. Sweet. Yeah. Any uh any good celebration stories from it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a good celebration. The stories are uh, maybe another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off. It's funny, man. Like that was I was so nervous that day. My folks were watching and. And we went out for supper that Saturday before the finals. And mm-hmm. I, I think we were at Eastside Marriott. I couldn't even eat. I was so nervous. Like I couldn't eat. And then I was just like, man, <laughs> I'm just shitting myself here. Yeah. I'm about to play the ISC finals for the Fire and Tavern. And I was just, I was right beside myself. I can and imagine. I, I'm glad it was a mercy because that kind of, kind of eased it up for me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you were named to the first team all world 
during that that uh, ISC's there, and the following year you were named to the men's national team. Was like 2007 ISC's that put you on the map for Team Canada? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I had a pretty good year that year, and um, I believe Mark Smith was coach back then. And uh, there was an event, a Tri Nation Series, I think it was, and we played uh, uh, USA and Japan in Saskatoon. And uh, yeah, I got the call to go. Um, to go where to Maple Leaf and um, yeah I, I fully attribute it to that year I had a, I had a really good year and kind of you know I was first coming on the, the big boy team we'll say and then uh, and I feel like I kind of made a name for myself that year and um, and yeah I'd say that's probably what done for me yeah very nice so your first success was at uh, 2012 Pan Am Games in Columbia there uh, with, with the national team, yeah, yeah, that was my first win with the national team. Yeah. Okay, so is yeah. it like the the Pan Am Games? They're they're a bit different from the world events because you don't get you're just getting some clubs there, right? Yeah. So how yeah, how's that tournament compared to to others? Maybe the Pan Am Games. The, the yeah, the Pan Am Games. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, you, you only get six teams there and the hosts and five others, but. I mean, you got your Argentina, you got Venezuela, you got us, you got the U.S. Like, it's still a pretty, you yeah. know, Mexico. I mean, I mean, and even like, I don't think you've seen it, like the Cubans lately. Like, they're really good. Dominicans are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's still, a, it, it's a really tough tournament to win. and It's really competitive. Um, I would say probably even tougher than the Pan Am Championship because that's more of a qualifier to go to Worlds, I believe. Right. But, uh, I mean, you got teams from all over there, Panama and Peru and stuff like that. They're not as strong. But when you get six of the, you know, the Pan-American, the top Pan-American teams, it's, it's super competitive. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So what, what was it like in Colombia? What was the culture like down there? <laughs> it was different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, the original event was supposed to be in uh, Hermosillo, Mexico. Right. So I know, uh, like, Malali and the boys were there. Year, uh, like maybe in 06 or there was another Pan Am event down there then mm-hmm. and they said you know it wasn't the, wasn't the greatest spot or you didn't feel the safest down there when you're playing but uh, anyway so for whatever reason I think due to some security reasons they ended up canceling it down there and they had to rebook it so we're all waiting to hear where we go and where do they book it fucking Medellin Columbia <laughs> yeah sounds way safer <laughs> so I'm like oh well yeah I mean yeah. You know, Shag Hermosillo, let's just go to Medellin. Like, let's yeah. go see if we can find Pablo Escobar's house. You know? yeah. like, we'll feel really safe there. Yeah. So we're there, and, and you know, we get we get the airport, and we land, and they put us on a bus. And then they were surrounded by cops on motorcycles, and we don't stop once from the airport right to the hotel. We go through red lights. We go through stop signs. We do just right to the hotel. Oh I was God. like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is pretty comforting. So we get to the ballpark, and there's like barbed wire going around the top of the outfield fence and there's armed guards up in the stands and, and like cops on horses and like we're like holy shit man. I'm like how am I supposed to play ball yeah, <laughs> yeah, really it's hard enough to hit a softball and then I got all this going around me and I'm like yeah. 10,000 miles from home like holy shit yeah and they're trying it, to make was, you uh, trying to make you cart some cocaine back in your ass all the way back to Newfoundland too <laughs> <laughs> right and the food I mean the food left a lot to be desired and we had some guys get sick I'm pretty sure I lost weight that week but uh you know, it ended up, we ended up, uh, making the best of it. And of course we got the gold medal and a, a big win, big home run by Andy Skelton. And, uh, yeah. and we partied it up just like we were on, just like we would be on George Street. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So yeah. 
then uh, at least when you got the 2015, at least you were back on home soil there in Saskatoon for WBSE title. I uh, yes. I happened to watch that game yesterday. I put her on YouTube and, and watched it. First question. Yeah. Uh, the haka dance that the New Zealand does. Does that fire you guys up? Um, I mean, different people handle it different ways. You know, it kind of it kind of sets the tone for the game for me. Like, kind of kind of kind of amps me up a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know if you watched the video. I think I got my arm around Malali, and he's just yeah. vibrate. He's just <laughs> he's like, let me at him, let me at him. Like, yeah. no, no, we're gonna stay right here. And uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of fires you up, and kind of like you know, they're there to play, you know, just as well as we are, mm. and, and uh, you know, kind of sets the tone for the game. I like it. I don't I don't mind. No, I, I I was watching. I was like, man, I, if I was standing right there, I, I'd be just getting like, let's play yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I, I sometimes I'm thinking I'm like, you know, we're, we're not playing rugby or anything. We're playing a game of ball. I'm like, is this necessary or uh, you know, I don't know. But yeah, it it's is, more just a, it a, it's a culture thing for them, and it has yeah, to be appreciated exactly, that yeah, way. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's a culture thing, and, and you respect it, and you take off your hat. Yes, and, for sure. For you know, sure. no different than, than our anthem type thing, you know? Yeah. And then you go out and kick their ass. That's what's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or hope to. That was a, actually, that was a really high scoring game. 10-5 was the final. Yeah. Um, 10-5, yeah. 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 What, yeah, uh, we get down 5 nothing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Like, this is not happening. Like, 5 nothing. I think it was early, too. I think it was, like, second inning or mm-hmm. third inning. and. Yeah. And anyway, I knew like, you know, Heine Shannon, the old veteran they had on the mound, like he, he's not a, you know, he's not a power pitcher by any means. He kind of, he doesn't throw overly hard, but he's crafty. And he's, like I said, he's a vet, he's smart. But, uh, you know, I, in my mind, I knew it was only a matter of time. We had a lot of righties in our lineup. Right. And, uh, of course we were, you know, we were stacked one to 15, like just like, yeah. like those guys there, but I knew we were going to score runs. It was just a matter of when. Mm. But, uh, I, you know, I didn't know we were going to be down five nothing in 20 minutes. So, yeah. But, well, uh, I think, I think going down five nothing and then making that comeback and the way the crowd got into that game, it, it was like, that was a loud crowd. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So with those tin bleachers and like everyone stomping their feet, like the, the dugout was vibrating. It was the coolest thing I've ever been involved in. Yeah. yeah that's nice. So at what that, the last out, Devo threw that deadly change up to end the game. What was the what was the thoughts going through your head then? <laughs> I was just like, get out to that mound as quick as you can. Like I had no voice <laughs> left. Like I couldn't even like I was trying to cheer. I had no voice left, and I don't even know if I seen the pitch cross the plate. Like I was I was I was on top of a. I was on uh, Paul Court's back, and I was just like, "Let me out! Let me out!" <laughs> I didn't even know if he fouled it off, or I didn't know what happened. I just ran to the mound and just yeah. went crazy. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, it was it was must, unbelievable. Must have had a a good ripper that night after that one. Yeah, we did. I, we ended up uh, <laughs> we ended up running into the Aussies at some bar. I don't know what it was, and uh, probably closed it down. And it was a long flight home anyway. I remember that much. <laughs> nice. Uh, Twenty nineteen, you guys went yeah. face New Zealand again in the Czech Republic, one in the bronze medal game. Uh, yeah, I was watching the highlights of that, and one thing stood out to me: New Zealand shortstop Cole Evans. Yeah. He's uh that's the first I like I I've seen of him. And so then I looked it up and apparently he was just named team captain in New Zealand as a twenty two year old yeah. a month ago. Yeah, yeah. He he actually played in fifteen in Saskatoon. He was short so I think he was like sixteen years old, maybe at Holy, Holy and, jeez. Yeah, he's only a kid. So, and uh but he was good. I don't know if they had an injury or something or 
Tyson Byrne might have went down to an injury or something like that. Anyway, he, he jumped in on shortstop and he just kind of he's been there ever since. Every time we played him since he's he's been there. And yeah, I, I read the same article. He's been named team captain, and I don't know how old he is now. I mean, you'll see. I don't know, twenty one maybe or something like that. I think the article said twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, he's a good ball player. He he made a shit ton of defensive plays that saved a lot of runs up in uh, in Prague. Yeah, he, he looked but, fantastic. Yeah, no. Yeah, hell of a ball. They got a lot of good young ball players too, just like we do. But, mm. uh, yeah, you know, they seem to be they seem to be putting them in uh, a little bit earlier, maybe than most countries do. Right. But um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's gonna be a ball player for sure. They wouldn't just name a team captain, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're following Brad Rona, you're following Nathan Nukunuku, and then you know your your team captain of Black Sox. You're you're obviously a stud, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, back to the ISC level. Uh, you want, you've won four titles with Hill United. Uh, like we talked to Shalesy about this. What what is it about Hill United that makes them so special? I don't know, man. Like it's it's it's. I mean, we've we've been together since like the core of this team has been together since 2012. I think we started, hmm. and um, I mean, we all came from different teams, and we have a lot of national team players. But I mean, just everybody just gets along so well, and everybody assumes a role. And there's you know there's all the egos are checked at the door. Um, you know, obviously we have a lot of really good players, but it's just that desire to win. Like I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, it doesn't matter if we're playing uh, Saturday morning in Tavistock against Joe's Bar, or if we're playing, you know, New York Gremlins Saturday night ISC finals. It doesn't matter. Same attitude every time. Right. And and it's just a, it's just like a, I don't know how to describe it, a family atmosphere, but it's a winning atmosphere, and it's just something that everybody really wants to be a part of, and we just kind of feed off each other and. Uh, and yeah, man, we've, we've had a lot of success the last few years. Yeah, last night, uh, or yeah, we, we interviewed with uh, Shalesy, and he said the exact same okay. thing. He said it was, uh, it, it's so set up for family that uh, that's what makes it so enjoyable yeah. there. Like they would take care of, you know, if your family wants to come, you're coming and make sure the kids are taken care of and the wives are taken care of. And it's a, by the yeah. sounds of things, it's a fantastic organization. I mean, I, we know yeah. that it's a fantastic organization as far as ball goes, but it's the family yeah. aspect of it too that's, you know, it's pretty intriguing. Yeah. But it's the stuff away from the field that you guys don't see. And like I said, if your family wants to go, you want to take the kids on a little weekend trip. There's no questions asked. Like yeah. here, here's the here's here's your flight. There's no stress, right? There's no, you, you just you, basically you just got to show up and play ball. Everything everything else is looked after. That's nice, man. Right? That's awesome. So yeah. it makes makes the game a lot easier, especially you know we're, we're traveling every weekend. We're tired. We're leaving our families and stuff like that. And when you can just go and just focus on ball and not worry about anything else, and makes a hell of a difference, right? Yeah, nice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward here or sorry, not fast forward. I'm rewinding, uh, at Canadian senior level, we'll go back to 2012. That was the start of, uh, I'll call it your guys's dynasty. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think the major thing is that made you guys a powerhouse? Well, I mean, Clary's there. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that definitely helps. Yeah, and Lolly. No, but I mean, was, whatever it is, you know, we, we the core, uh, the core of this team of our team that's been the last, I don't know, ten years, eight mm. years. Um, we're only four or five years apart at the most. Yeah, and um, for whatever reason, it's just been a good cycle. Like I mean, every you know, every so often you come across a good cycle in a, in a provincial association, and. It's just been a really good cycle. Every every one of us still plays senior ball and still, you know, most of us travel, which helps a lot because you're seeing the best of the best every weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and we work at it. Like, I mean, you know, 
hitting is, is our thing. And, 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 you know, you, like they say, you don't, you don't walk off the island and hit yourself off the island. Right. And right. We're kind of isolated and, and, uh, you know, if, if kids want to go away and they want to play, you got to hit, you know, and you got to hit and they'll find a spot for you. And, uh, it's kind of been the approach we've been taking. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of success, but it's, you know, we've had a lot of failure before that too. It took right. us a long time to get, it took us a long time to get where we're at. And yeah. We took our lumps and then, you know, we finally, you know, we finally, uh, started to see what we could do. Um, you know, we went to a couple of round robins, first place, second place, and then only to lose bang, bang in the playoffs. So we knew how to get there. And then we just had to get that, get the monkey off the back and find out how to win, how to close it out. And once we figured that out, then, you know, kind of been a good run from there on out. Yeah, that that 2012 one, Lolly had 11, 11 home runs and twenty RBIs. Like that's incredible. Yeah, something stupid like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it'll never be done again. Whatever it was, I think he had. Yeah, it was ten or eleven home runs in, in like thirteen at bats or something like that. It's yeah. something crazy. And then uh, and and uh, yeah, it was unfortunate we ended up getting rained out in the finals. But yeah, but uh, I think it was five nothing at that point. But. Still, it wasn't the same feeling to win it. You know, you, you were told in a hotel room that you're the winners as opposed to getting the third strike in the last inning type thing. You know, it was, it was a bit different, but... Uh, yeah, that would... Especially being your guys' first one. First one ever, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen rain like that in a short amount of time. I feel was just wonderful. It was, yeah, yeah. And it poured. It yeah, poured. it was crazy. So was crazy. One, when you guys won in 2013 in Stratford, then, so you guys got your celebration then. Yes, that was uh, Brad Ezegol walk-off, I believe. Yeah. Off of uh, Paul Colbert, yeah. And that was a great ball game. I got that on DVD or somewhere. I watched it every now and then. Nice. Um, wow. I think we had uh, we played Scarborough in one of the playoff games and we had a really good game against them. Mm-hmm. And I think they had the lead twice in that game, I think. Oh, wow. Craig Butter hit a home, quick, Craig Butter hit a home run uh, to put him up, and then I think we might have tied it up, and I think Brandon Horn hit another home run to put him ahead, and I don't know. We tied we tied the game up late, and I just remember Court coming in and and Brad hitting home or nothing. Wow, excellent! Nice. And yeah. I, you probably don't know this, but 2014 that was my last uh, senior Nats. You hit yeah. the last home run I ever gave up at senior Nats, <laughs> <laughs> and I <laughs> in PEI. Yeah, and. Yeah. The wind was blowing in about sixty to seventy <laughs> kilometers an hour, and I remember war- I remember warming up in the first, and I was like, oh, "Man, the wind's blowing in!" Some I was like, "I might be able to keep them in the in the park, <laughs> maybe." Anyway, and then you get up. Was that the hurricane year? No, yeah. no, the, oh, no, 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 no. The hurricane no, year was two thousand ten. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was, wind- was it was really windy that day. But uh, yeah, yeah, when you hit that and it hit the the top of the beer tent there in Charlottetown, <laughs> and I was thinking. Man, if it wasn't windy, you probably would have hit those apartment buildings that are the in apartment. That would have landed I, in the I fucking harbor. That, that was a morning game, like a, like a nine. Was that like nine? Yeah, it was early. Game? We we had missed a flight or something like that, and then we showed up the day a day late or something. We had to play. Oh three right, you guys right, had to yeah. play three in a row. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I pitched that game. Yes, you did. I, I watched the game on YouTube quite a bit. <laughs> it's my last last game. So <laughs> probably shut up, you? What's that? Probably a shutout, was it? For for you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> now I think uh, the, we had Joel Langford and Benny, Benny Weidman. They, yeah. uh, I think they were you the did, only. Yeah. yeah, they were the only ones that got hits in that game. So. Yeah. Okay. Did you have Wags too, Scott Wagner? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. 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 Now I know we talked a lot about 2017 on this podcast already, and that was the year that East Hans won it. Um, right. 
But I, I just, I'd like to know from like your side of everything. I heard you were sick all week there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it wasn't all week. It's kind of like midweek it hit. Oh, okay. But uh, uh, yeah, was- I mean, from from the game point of view, like what after you guys played on the Saturday night and East Hans went right to the final, what was your guys' mentality going into that final? I know you 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 put it to Bolia right before the final there, but uh, yeah, from your perspective, what uh, what was I, that? Uh, so who did, so we played you guys in the yeah. So the winner of that game went to the final, right? Right. Yeah. So I missed. I missed. I went actually went to hospital and I missed the game. Before that, we played BC, I think. Yeah. And then uh, we beat those guys, and then we played you guys. And I think I showed up in, like, maybe the second inning. I was coming from the hospital, I think. And uh, I don't really remember much of that game, to be honest with you. I was so sick, man. I don't know what it is about Saskatoon. Every time I go there, I get sick. <laughs> the same thing happened in 15 um, when we played Team Canada there. We we ended, went a week early, and we went to play the Japan and some – town rose town or rosewood or something like this yeah and they had a barbecue for us after and i don't know if i ate a bad onion or some undercooked meat or what but there was like four or five of us who just went went through us oh shit and we were down now but luckily luckily it was the week before the tournament and uh i actually missed the first game of the iss and then uh kind of kind of left left my body so i got fortunate there but yeah in saskatoon or in uh, 17 same thing I don't know if it was food poisoning or some gastro or what it was, but man, did it ever go through me. Haley, I got a question. I, th- I, your mom was there, correct? In 17? Uh, yes. Yeah, she was. I, I think I was talking to her in the hallway and she had told me, like we were asking how you were feeling, what have you. And she had yeah. said that they called one hospital, but you couldn't go there. They suggested you didn't go there because there was a couple of <laughs> machete attacks. Oh man. Yeah. That's a true yeah. story, isn't it? I didn't make that shit yeah, up. Like, in, I told in, her. The way, like, in, in the waiting room. Yeah. Jesus. Some dude and wheeling a machete around. Like, yeah, I'll probably try another one. <laughs> or maybe we'll just go to fucking choppers and I'll get some Gatorade or something. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe go I'm buy a fucking there. machete and take yeah. one with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. Poor old Malali. Malali's been, you know how bad it is when you got diarrhea and you're just puking and how yeah. bad the hotel room smells. And Malali was in my room for both times. <laughs> he's bringing me fruit trays and like these Gatorades and he just. Plugging his nose coming into the room, the poor fella. He just must have been miserable. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Right on. Uh, so, any, yeah, yeah, but from the from the game yeah. after after they after like into the finals, what uh, were you guys thinking? Oh, okay, well, we'll we'll get back on top here. But uh, yeah, well, we I mean, you know, going into the finals, we knew who we were. Well, you know, we had to get through Belaya first, who went on quite a run. I think Jordan Graham really stepped up for those guys. Oh I my think. God, did he ever? Was, yeah, because they played. I think they played Devo and and Patty Burns the game before we played. That's right. And we were we were a bit surprised they got through those guys. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they were rolling, and um, I guess we were a little pissed off, and we couldn't wait to get get chomping at the bit to get it going on Sunday. So we <laughs> the boys just started teeing off. I remember I pitched the first inning of that game, and I was so sick, and they and they said, "All right, you're done," because it was like I think we put up eight or ten in the first inning. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "You're out." I'm like, "Oh, fuck, perfect." <laughs> So then I'm sitting in the dugout, just sweating, trying to eat bananas and all this stuff. And I knew we were playing you guys. And then, so, I mean, the mentality was like, we knew we didn't have Sean. We had myself and, and Colin Walsh and Blair as a goal. And it was much the same as our mentality as it was uh, this year in Grand Prairie. It's like, we got to score runs to win. Right. You know, we're not, you know, we're not going to hold teams down to, to one and two runs. I mean, not that we can, but the chances are unlikely. We got to score to win. So, I mean, we put up five runs and we're, yeah. We were a run short, but uh, 
I mean, that was basically our mentality going in, right? Yeah. I, I will touch on one thing that uh, Scove had mentioned in the past, and that was that you and uh, Bradley came out to the beer tent after that game. And you told Scove that it was good for the game that you guys actually had lost that game. I know that you didn't want to lose, but it was good for yeah. the game in the sense that it showed that, you know, if other teams keep working at stuff, they can persevere and, you know, get to that gold medal game and, and actually win one. And, uh, you know, that was our goal going in, of course, was to always battle the medal. Yeah. You know, we, we were pretty fortunate. We had just, just won five in a row and then you guys came along and you put together a good run and, and you win it. So, I mean, you know, and then all of a sudden you guys must've became pretty popular in Nova Scotia and like a lot of, I'm sure a lot of minor kids and you, I know you had the junior Mastodons and the, and the, and the, the younger programs and stuff. I mean, how, in my, in my mind, how could that not be good for the game? A hundred percent. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're trying to grow this game as much as we can in all the provinces. And, and, you know, Hopi, we've been to a couple of nationals. There's been six teams there, like in Quebec and yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. we got to do what we can. And, uh, you know, it sucks that we lost. You know, nobody wants to lose. But on the other side of the coin, like, we didn't see it as a bad thing for this actual game itself. That's right. You know. Yeah. And that, that'll make a lot of people appreciate you more. Like the people that don't know you, that it's not just about Newfoundland winning. It's about the game itself as well. I mean, well, of yeah, course you want to win all the goddamn time, but everybody wants to win. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. You know, we're not going away for a vacation. We're going off for business. Yeah, and we'll, that's right. we'll have our fun after and, and, and everybody wants to win. But when you don't, you know, yeah. what are we going to do? Go, go back to our hotel rooms and bitch about it. Or are we going to, you know, congratulate the boys, go have a beer. Yeah. And there you go. Put it together for next year, you know? Right so, yeah. So okay. speaking of the, of the following year, you guys got back up on, on top there in St. Croix. Um, something I wanted to touch on was the, the brawl against Sook. What uh, what do you recall about that? <laughs> what was that? Who, that was uh, uh, Matty Waugh. Matty Waugh, yeah. he, he ran over a lifer at the plate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I don't know what happened. You, you watch, there's two sides to every story. I don't know. You can say whatever. He ran over Lifer when the bench was cleared, and then, you know, kind of carried over after. I think there was a couple bean balls, and some people got ejected and stuff like that. But, yeah. But, you know, it's not, I mean, I think we had a little scrap against uh, Nova Scotia, too, didn't we, here in Newfoundland one year? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was uh, 2016. Or 15. 15, yeah. 15. 15. 15. No, 16. Yeah, I mean, that stuff happens. You don't want to see it, but I mean, that stuff happens, and it is what it is. Sometimes you like the fire in your ass, and, you know, when you're on the, the winning end of it, it, you know, feels good. And, oh, God, yeah. 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 You know, shit happens. You know, yeah. it was a one-off. Yeah, exactly. But Danny Williams got his name in the media again because of that. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that. His buddy was up with him and uh, and Jerome and he came down. I think it was the game wasn't even over. I was like, look, Danny, look, look, you know, it's gone through social media already. <laughs> 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 Danny found it hilarious. He's like, all right, yeah, the baby. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now I'm gonna. Uh, that, was, that was blown away out of proportion too. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Everything yeah. usually is. He literally walked on the field and then you know, uh, next headline: Danny Williams involved in softball brawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Killed seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it throw some names here and but actually be, yeah. before I do that, I actually have a question because I saw it when I posted on social media that your episode's gonna be released there uh on Monday. Um Okay. Somebody said, ask him about his pro dark career. 
Hakeem <laughs> <Akeem> Schellenberg. <laughs> <laughs> what, I guess a- we were at a bar one time at uh, ISD somewhere. I don't even know where it was. We might have been playing bar darts. I don't know. And I was probably chirping them pretty good. But <laughs> I like to play darts. I play playing a league here on Saturdays. Uh, I don't know. It's a bit of fun. And of course, when you're winning, it's you know fair game to chirp. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes, for sir. sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to throw out some names to you. Maybe uh, yeah. give some give your thoughts on some of them. Uh, first one, Colin Abbott. Just a legend. Well, first and foremost, he's my boss, so I got to you know. Oh, gotta, I didn't know that. Watch, but, you know, I got to watch what I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but uh, like I said earlier, you know, he was a guy I looked up to. He was he was one of my heroes in the game, one of my inspirations, and a, and a guy I always aspired to be like. Um, you know, especially at the plate. Um, I can watch old video of him for hours and and uh, just to sit down with him. I don't know if you ever guys, if you guys ever shot the shit with him in a beer tent anywhere after a, after a ball game. But the, the old ball stories that they tell, like you know, much like we're telling here now, just unreal. And, and it's probably the same stories you hear over every weekend, but mm-hmm. they get better and better. Yeah. Just, you know, just he, he, I mean, I don't know if there's a Hall of Fame he's not in. Yeah, I mean he's not in him. He's about to be in him, but uh, yeah. just a just an absolute legend of the game. Sounds like he sounds like a good guest for the show, actually. Yeah, calling up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sean Cleary. Cleary, Cleary is a he is a stud pitcher. Um, Cleary's a good buddy of mine. I've been playing against him since you know since as long as I can remember. Mike Ball probably. Mm. Um, he was a bit of a late bloomer. It took him a while to get going, but once he got going, he never looked back and. Uh, I mean, he is he is as good as any pitcher in the game right now, as far as I'm concerned. I think he might have been the best pitcher in the ICs last year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, what he's done and what he's accomplished, he's another guy. There's not a Hall of Fame that he's not going to be not going to be inducted to. Right. And uh, and just a very humble – like, you don't see much emotion out of Sean on the mound. And, and you, you know, you're not going to see any any foolishness, any nonsense. Just a humble, humble guy and a, and a hell of a pitcher. Yeah, yeah he definitely is. Uh, Ryan Bolin. Bolin, just a gamer. It's like I played with the I played with the, his old man, and he was one of more one of the more frightening teammates I've had. And he was just a, a savage. And he was a catcher. And uh, my first ever year senior, he was he was uh, the catcher for Five City and uh, Ward Gossett team. And okay. I was I was playing. That's where I played uh, senior with my first year. And I was playing first base. And I remember him saying that. So I remember saying to Dave, I was like, Dave, you know, do you have a, a sign you know, where you want to, if you're going to try to pick off a runner on first base or anything like that? He said, yeah. He said, when I throw the ball at you, you catch it. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. That's awesome. But uh, Ryan, much like his old man, just a, a, just a, a dog, right? He, he mm. eats the ball. And he's a great hitter, great receiver. Obviously, Sean likes throwing to him. Um, they got a pretty good uh, relationship or battery going there. But uh, yeah, he, he, he's a dog. Man. He's, he's a great ball player. Uh, Shane Bowling. Shane, same as his brother, same as his father. Loves the game. Great athlete. He's a hell of a hockey player. I don't know if you've ever seen him play hockey I, before. But no, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's got a couple of, couple of provincial championships here in, the, in senior hockey, but uh, mm. he is a, he's a gamer, and he, uh, he he loves to play. Same type thing. He'd rather, you know, he'd rather eat the balls than let it go by him. Yeah. And, and he's, a, he's a hell of a player, man. He's a big part of our team, and he's only a young guy, too. Yeah. Uh, my last one is uh, Steve Malali. Mope, pure mope. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lolly. I mean, obviously, he's he's my best friend. He's been my roommate since we started, and 
And uh, like we touched on, he's a Hall of Fame ball player. He's he's done things. I mean, he's done things in this game that'll never be done again. That that national in Fredericton when he hit the twelve or eleven, ten home runs, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then the the three home run finals in the uh, in fifteen. Oh Jesus! Yes, I don't think these things will ever be done again. No. And uh, but uh, I mean, just a just a legend of the game. You know, great fella. Like to have a few beers with, sing a, sing a few tunes. Right, he's pretty shy, so you got to get a few beers into him to, <laughs> to get him going. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's just a, a great fellow man. Right on. Well, before we get going, I need one more story out of you. <laughs> I, I need to I need to know what the story is with Carl Eisner. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Is that the dude that was serving me? <laughs> yeah, that's Joel Eisner's That's Joel's dad. dad yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So, all right. So I'm on the mound. This is the finals and I'm fucking sick and I'm crooked as it is. Right. So we got Shalesy coming up to the bat. And before that, Bowley comes out to the mound and goes, Hilly, he let's just not let Shales beat us. So I said, yeah, good plan, man. Let's just not let him. I'm not going to give him nothing. He said, go down the way. Just, you know, the old unintentional, intentional walk. Right. Yeah. So no problem. So me and all my fucking wisdom, what do I do? Throw the first one down the middle. And he hits it 300 feet over the fence. So Brian <laughs> comes out and gives me a little, you know, little fucking head nod. And I hear this guy, this man on the stand. I'm watching Shalesy run around second base, right? Trying not to shit my pants and throw up. <laughs> and I hear this guy and he's like, hey, nice pitch, Hilly, nice pitch. Throw it again, throw it again. And I'm looking up and I'm like, who's this fuck here? I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> anyway, so I find him. He was up sitting next to Scope's old man. Yeah. So anyway, so that was that. Was that and then. I don't know, maybe the fourth or fifth inning I was up, I think, and uh, Scope hung me a changeup, and I ended up hitting it out. And as I was around in third base, <laughs> I give him, give him a little wink and like a little little head nod type thing. But anyway, it didn't work out for me in the end. But uh, after the game, <laughs> after the game, Scope told man come over to me, and he was like, uh, he was like, Jay, like, you know that wasn't me. Understands it? Oh, I know. I know. So it one of those. I had no idea it was Joel's old man. No yeah, idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. He 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 was he was on me pretty good that game. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Hilly, got to thank you a lot for coming on here. Um, Appreciate a lot because you know, like I said before, we're trying to we're trying to grow the game, and I mean you're you're a big part of the the game in this country, and and I want to thank you a lot for coming on. Yes, not a problem, folks. Thanks for having me. And uh, before I go, though, I just want to say about. uh, Back to Mr. Woods here, Mr. Brady Woods. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so the story behind Brady is that usually, you know, by the time my turn in the lineup comes up, it's already three, four, five, nothing. Right. <laughs> so I'm a good guy. I'm a good dude. I'll team up, as they say, and I'll whiff at a couple or I'll hop one to second base. The big fella needs a cup of water. We'll get him in off the field, let him have a rest, and then we'll carry on with the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. No, Brady. Listen, Brady. Brady's a great pitcher. He's he's, he's a big boy. Throws hard. Good rise ball. <laughs> good sweeping curve. Uh, good drop ball. Shit to a changeup. Hard to have them all. You can't have them all. No, um, he's trying to learn. Um, but, no, he's a great guy. But when he, when he retires, though, my batting average will drop a hundred points. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I can't wait for him to hear this, and yeah, uh, and, the, and the, the tweets are going to come out like crazy. <laughs> no, he's a good dude, man. He's, and he's even a better fellow off the field. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. Hey, Hilly, enjoy the rest of your summer, my friend, and hope to see you next year in Newfoundland if this COVID Absolutely. bullshit fucking escapes us. Yeah. Fuck, I'm sick of it. I'm over it already. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And best of luck yeah. to you guys. You too, folks. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Hilly. Thanks, Hilly, buddy.